Hello, it's Mandy Stewart with the Secret Message Society podcast. Often I get asked, what is a secret message? What does it mean to me? How do I find them? How do they show up in my life and find me? So this podcast is a way to show real life examples of what secret messages look like to me and how I'm finding them, where I'm finding them, how they're finding me, um, and the, the sort of meaning that they bring to my life. I hope you enjoy. This is Mandy Stewart. You're listening to Season 3, Episode 9 of the Secret Message Society Podcast. Pay attention to mistakes you make. And don't be so quick to cross them out and fix them. And here's my example for that. I'm writing my morning pages and I was writing the sentence. I, it started, I don't want. But instead of writing want, I wrote the word wand. And of course, I immediately thought of magic wand. And I started to cross the word out and write what I meant to write, but instead I underlined it, like adding emphasis to the mistake. So the sentence started, I don't want, instead of I don't want. And I went with that, like treating that as if it was a secret message. What would I don't want mean? And what I took it to mean is I don't, if I don't want it, if I don't want something, then I don't draw my attention, my energy, or my power to it. So think if you had a magic wand and often a magic wand is waved over top of something. Let's envision a magician's black top hat, that classic imagery. And you're waving a wand, the magician is waving a wand over top of the hat. Because it's as if the magician is stirring up magic like you're stirring a cauldron. Um, Think of like a witch stirring a cauldron and brewing things together to have this kind of alchemic response that creates something new that wasn't there before. So the motion of waving a wand uh, is what came to mind when I thought of don't wand it. And wand is used like a verb. So a wand is an action. And when we think of waving a wand or flicking our wrist with a magic wand, that would be the action of wanding something. And you only want to wand something. This also reminds me of wind because I'm reading The Night Circus and there's a magician in there that talks about um, we wind our watch because that, that gives it energy. It 
you know, replenishes the energy so you can do more and you, you have to wind your watch. So same thing with wanding, you know, you're, you're bringing energy to something so that it can, um, you're bringing life to it. You're bringing your focus to it. You're bringing your, what is it in yoga they call, there's the Dursh, Dursti, Dursti, where you're, it's something you're focused on, but it's also, oh, it's prana. It's prana, that life force that we, we all have that power and we underestimate our power when we focus on something that that is what we attract into our life. And so, um, I'm really fascinated with this and I especially love like the mistake because it opened me up to a different way of looking at something. So I was writing my sentence and miswriting one word. It's like I'm saying the same thing, but I'm saying it to myself in a different way. And so it helps me have like this childlike mind or this beginner's mind, this fool, um, the fool card in the tarot, this fool sort of approach, this beginner's approach to what I'm talking about. And I've been working with this phrase a lot. Uh, if I know what I what I don't want, when I know what I don't want, I know what I do want, and then I can pivot and make a change. And so when I know what I don't want to wand, then I know what I do want to wand, and I can wand those things I want to wand, and thereby create magic where I actually want to create it, not accidentally or unintentionally creating it where I don't want to create it. And I also, I love this mistake too, because this, this is something I found in the early morning with me. Um, this was in my morning pages, but this happens to me so much when I'm writing down my dreams. Cause typically my dreams are the first thing I write down in the morning. I'm two years into writing down my dreams every morning and Oh, I just love it. It's so powerful. And this week I've really felt um, a return to it, like the, the energy and the importance of it. But when I write down those dreams in the morning, I oftentimes will misspell things um, like I did here. And, and it's very, it's like my logical brain has turned off and it's kind of this gut um, heart, even unconscious language. So it, I, I feel like I kind of have one foot in the unconscious, the dream world, and one foot in the real world when I wake up in the morning. And, and also that happens at night too. Sometimes I've been journaling at night and I've fallen asleep and, and I write the most interesting things as I'm in and out of that unconscious sleep space. So it can happen on both ends of the clock, but, um, and I, I think I can remember in creative writing in high school, one of the things that we learned about stream of consciousness, free writing, where the teacher would set a timer and like you had to write for 
three minutes and then he would work us up to being able to write, you know, for 20 minutes without stopping. And it, it was like being an athlete and just training and you could run a little longer every time. It was like that with writing. And what, what, he taught us is that as you're writing, you're not going to cross anything out. You're not going to correct anything. Um, you may even like repeat the same words over and over again as you're thinking about the next thing to write. But the important thing is to not have the critic or the editor, or I guess it would be that left brain sort of thinking, that logical thinking, you don't want to have that showing up as you're trying to get these creative words out. And so this feels very similar to that, these morning times where I'm writing stuff down and that mistake was a very happy accident that I found myself into this delightful place of no let's let's make belief that that was exactly what I was intended to write and there's a certain surrender that comes with that too and I feel like this is part of me focusing on the word flow for this year is that I am surrendering to the fact that there is a a bigger, deeper part of me, this, this unconscious part of me that I'm trying to tap into so that that unconscious can kind of lead me in my waking life. And I've heard it described as an iceberg that, that the, the tip of the, the iceberg that's sticking out of the water is like our waking self. It's, it's the Mandy that's walking around in everyday life. But underneath the water, the unconscious, is this huge iceberg that waking life me often can't see. And I only have access to it um, if, I, if I can surrender my thinking mind to that. And so this is what it feels like to me is the going with the flow is when something shows up that seems like an an accident or a mistake. Don't rush past it, but sit with it a little bit longer and see if there's some magic there that could connect you to a part of your inner knowing. And this inner language that that is different and kind of foolish, it reminds me of Alice in Wonderland and the Mad Hatter and sort of these foolish things that are said in, in those stories. Like, um, one of my favorites is they have this plum cake and they say that with plum cake, you don't cut it and serve and then serve it. You pass it around. Like you serve it first and then you cut it. And to our logical mind, we're like, that makes no sense. But there's a part of me that's like, that's really funny and delightful that you would pass it around and serve it first and then you cut it. And I think that that is what our, our, our unconscious, uh, at least for me, what it's, it's wanting to open me up to and have me surrender to is that in everything, there is this sense of play and this bouncy sort of energy that is just light and loose. It's like, I hear people that ride their bikes in gravel or sand talking about how you have to let the, let 
kind of let go of the bike and let it take you and be really loose with holding the handlebars because if you hold on tight or you break you're gonna fall but if you just let the bike flow through the the textured surface it goes a lot better for you and you just kind of like bounce through it and that's what I feel like flow is like it also reminds me of those singing videos where you follow like the bouncy ball to the next word like karaoke singing videos of what what words you're supposed to sing next and if if you don't know the lyrics you're just kind of waiting for that next word to appear and it does and you're able to sing the song that way and I think that is a more delightful approach to how my brain can be subservient to this this heart or gut intuition that I believe is flow. So all that wonderful stuff to say, play with your mistakes and if nothing else, play with the word wand as a verb and and wand the things that you do want and don't wand the things that you don't want. I am really curious as to who my listeners are. And so I'm throwing in a little Easter egg here <laughs> at the end of this podcast. And if you are listening to this podcast and you hear this secret message just for you, I would love for you to email me at Mandy, M-A-N-D-Y dot steward, S-T-E-W-A-R-D at gmail.com. Or if you follow me on social media, you can send me a private message or a DM and tell me that you heard this podcast, reference this podcast, and maybe something that you loved about it, something that resonated with you, this particular podcast episode. And if you do that, I will send you something special. Thanks. If you are new to finding secret messages in your own life, feel free to borrow mine this week. Be on the lookout for where the theme shows up for you. Happy hunting. May secret messages always find you. Thank you.